0: What is going on, guys? Today, I wanted to come at you with a little bit of like a preaching video. Um, also, uh, just like some scripture and um, just to kind of cause, I feel like especially now uh, during October, I feel like this is going to be a month where... Um, darkness is really going to be prevailing in the world, obviously, because that's like what month it is, Um, but as you know, that after this darkness comes the joy of Christmas and the celebration of Christ's birth on the earth um, for the believer. So, I want to talk about the devil's attack on your mind, or Satan's, the kingdom of darkness. Is attack on your mind. So, what I want to say first is that in Acts one, chapter one, verse eight, Jesus is speaking to the people, and he's saying that um, I will send the Holy Ghost, and you will be given power. I want to actually pull it up on my phone, uh, the scripture. Okay. Acts uh, chapter 1 verse 8. It says uh, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me in both Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Okay so it goes on to say in uh, verse 9 and when he had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight and while they looked Steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into the heaven, shall come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So, um, oh, and I bet the when Jesus comes on back on the white horse, I bet it's going to be a cloud. Um, anyway. So yeah, maybe he's just gonna come on a white horse and it's gonna look like a cloud. Anyway, um so uh what we see there is Jesus goes up and he gives us through the Holy Spirit the power. Okay. And so this is a power for a lot of things. This is the power to um tread on snakes and scorpions, um, which you can see that in Luke uh ten nineteen. I'll go ahead and uh and 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 quote that one it says uh um let me look it up again. I have, I have it like sort of memorized with just the highlights of it, and I want to like be actually like factual when I say this. Um so it's Luke ten nineteen. Um and it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over here's listen to this and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay, it says now Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names will, are written in heaven. Okay. Re- okay, it says, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you. So, he gives us, and the snakes and scorpions are talking about the spirits and uh, principalities, but, um, so... And now let me read you something out of first Peter chapter five verse 8 first uh, Peter chapter five verse eight it says be sober and vigilant because your adversary the devil or it may say Satan I can I'll, I can look that up too I have this one memorized pretty well though um, but I'll go ahead and look it up that way that way we know we're getting the truth um, five verse 8. It says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Whom the steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish strength, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So. We, Jesus sees or um, Jesus says that we have the power to overcome spirits, uh, that that the spirits are subject to us as believers in Christ, born again Christians, and that Peter is saying that the devil will come after you like the roaring lion. That's why you have to stay sober minded because so many things happen when you're not sober minded. Um, It could be like bad decisions, just like. Cause let me tell you. When you are in the state of um, like sober minded and you're a born again Christian and you uh, read the word um, pretty consistently, then you are like walking in Christ, okay? So, but when you are, have your mind filled with these um spirits you ever do you ever wonder why they call like alcoholics spirits okay so anyway (laughs) that was a good one for you but um so whenever you get these spirits in you um they can and that's why like a lot of people like commit suicide when they're um intoxicated um make poor decisions when they're intoxicated uh, get killed a lot of times. That's because you are giving um, the spirits that doorway into your life, and when you have been given the power to them spirits be subjective unto you, so you have the power to overcome that. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is they think that they're just in this cycle, okay, and that they can't break it. And but they don't see it as a problem because their spiritual eyes are open and they might like profess to be a Christian, you know, and go to church and stuff. But, and see, here's the thing that we have with the problem with the American church is that no preacher wants to get up there and tell you about your authority in the kingdom of God. Because, um, honestly, I have no idea why, um, I have no idea why somebody's preacher is not preaching this exact same sermon, uh, this Sunday. Um, maybe somebody's will, but, um, I just don't understand because we have so much more power and that, see, that's, what's wrong is the church, the body of Christ that when I say the church, I mean like the body of Christ cause the body of Christ is the church, like the believers, new born again, Christians, when they don't know their authority, right? We see what happens to the world. I mean, just look at it. It's terrible. Um, I'm like, I don't. I don't want to be a, like, proclaimed doom and gloom preacher, but, I mean, it honestly is so bad right now. Like, what else can you say? I mean, realistically, what else can you say? Um, Nothing good is going on. Uh, The only thing good going on is that all these end-time prophecies just keep being fulfilled, and it just keeps looking like um closer and closer to the second coming and the rapture. So I guess that is something good. Uh that's definitely something good. Um but there's just a lot that people aren't people don't know and it's and it's sad and and listen, and we just read it. It says in Acts. It says you have been given the power and you will what does it say? What does he say? He says you're going to preach about me, he doesn't, I don't think he says those exact words, but we're going to preach about him to the whole world, and so, and when you're preaching about Jesus to the whole world, it's like, well, what do we preach about Jesus to the whole world? Um, a lot of things, you know, um, he is the way, the truth, and the life, um, he was in the foundations of everything with God the Father and the Holy Spirit, um, so, when you're reading in Genesis, it says the Spirit of God, you know, dwelled over, or like hovered over the earth. Jesus was there. It says in John, the, the Gospel of John, it says in the beginning was the Word, and then it talks about the Word being manifest to flesh. That's Jesus. The Word is Jesus. The Word comes in the, in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible, and then the Word becomes made flesh with Jesus. Okay? And then now the flesh goes back to Word and then He will come back again as flesh. And then that's when we will get taken up uh, into into Heaven. And the devil and all his adversaries will go or the advocates, I guess, uh, will go into the Lake of Fire forever and and ever and ever and ever and ever and Yeah, it's just wild. But, um, and you will be witnesses unto me. Okay. So we're made, we're made, we're literally made to be witnesses to Jesus. Like unto Jesus. Like, we're literally made to be witnesses for Jesus. I have so many times that I can tell you, um, that I can witness to you about God in my life and how that He's done things that, like, I've asked and it just happens. And there's no way that it wasn't him, because who else could have read my mind and made that happen, so, yeah, and, um, but it's just bad, also, because I've seen this thing, and I don't even want to talk about it, really, but I feel like I have to bring light to it, because, like, somebody is going to have to, I cannot be the only one out here preaching, like, it's just not going to (laughs) work, I mean, it's going to work for me, it makes me feel like, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'm nowhere near obviously like the perfect person, but when I do like sit down and, and, and the thoughts of making these podcasts weigh on me, because I know I haven't made one in like two weeks. So, uh, and I feel bad about that because I haven't been in the word like I need to, like, obviously I still, I don't know if I've talked a lot about my personal life, but Whenever I'm laying in bed, I'm watching like Isaiah Salvar or I just watched this one guy, I think his name was Tim something, about the how the Bible was like very first written and uh then what else? Um, I watch a lot of Vlad, Savchuk, um and just random preachers too. Like if it's on YouTube and it's about God and I'll listen to a lot of like the Old Testament books on the audiobook. um, that's on YouTube. And so, and I usually p- play that while I'm like, a, like falling asleep and stuff. So it plays all night. And then, so, um, but anyway, um, I just haven't been reading like the actual like book Bible, uh, In a while, I did go to church uh, this past Sunday, and it was, I don't know. I mean, it was an American church sermon. Um, I don't know. Sunday school is better than the service most of the times, but um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, I don't know. There's just not a lot of men of God wanting to stand up for the kingdom, and it's really sad, and it's really like, to know... For So, like, for somebody like myself that has studied, okay, the Bible and knows what somebody should be preaching to the church. And then you hear a sermon that should, like, that's something that you would teach in, like, I don't even know, like, a vacation Bible school to children. It's like, this is not where we need to be. The American church has took a giant step back. And not every church is like that, you know, but it's nine times out of ten churches are like that, and it's just it's just so sad that people are not getting the meat that they need um, to, to grow in Christ. They're getting that milk to just stay the same and never change. So, you'll have that, unfortunately enough, but yeah, I would just really encourage anybody to read the thick part of Scripture, so... And I'm not talking about the Old Testament because it's like two thirds of the Bible, but I'm talking about like uh well I mean like acts Peter Luke, I mean all the all the meat of the Bible that is gonna equip you to um Ephesians first Corinthians second Corinthians Galatians uh Romans is great um Thessalonians. Um Philippians. I mean literally every book in the New Testament is golden and is so good. Um I would just I would just suggest to start reading it. It's really easy reading, to be honest. Um it's so easy. Uh I'm kinda I really like I really want to keep reading the Old Testament, but I've honestly thought about going to the New Testament, but I don't want to because I want to keep reading the Old Testament. So, um, yeah. But I honestly don't know how much time we have left on the earth because everything is not looking good. But I know probably before the rapture, we'll at least have like two years from now until the rapture. I don't know, though. That's just speculation, but... Um that's just what I would say. So Because I don't know if the like so if pre-trib we're just gonna talk now, sermon's over. <laughs> um You've been given the power to not uh over the devil, so quit giving him power in your life. That's the message of the sermon. Um But so if pre trib rapture happens Will It will, I imagine, have to be either before or shortly after um, the Antichrist is revealed on who he is. Okay. So, that's pre-trib. Post-trib rapture is that the church is going to have to go through the rapture. Or, um, the church is going to have to go through tribulation. I'm sorry. And, if the church goes through tribulation, this is going to be a terrible time for a lot of people, but it's going to be good in a way too, because it's going to make a lot of people wake up. So like how the sleepy preachers are not preaching the whole word of God, how it's supposed to, or how it's like really supposed to be preached via Jesus and the apostles. And they're just like settling for this lukewarm American churchianity. Um, It's going to be a big wake up call to a lot of Christians because they're going to be seeing all the stuff that's in the Bible unfold before them. And yeah, I feel like people's faith will grow stronger then. Um, But then again, I also believe that there's going to be people that won't even realize that they're in the tribulation, which is going to be the saddest thing. And I really, 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 really hope pre-trib rapture happens because I know so many people that if I got raptured would be like God's real and that was the rapture and I'm still here and I really feel like they would change but nobody knows so I just I just try to keep to those same people I just try to keep preaching to them and telling them that Jesus is the only way to heaven and that you know there is an afterlife after this world And if you don't come to know God for who he is and what he is, then you're going to spend eternity without him. And that's the saddest thing to think about, especially to people that you care about. So that's why it's like, that's why it weighs on me so hard when I don't make these. And I've been like personally coming under the attack of the enemy. And it's like not necessarily it's just like something is always in the way or like I'm too or like I feel like I'm too tired or something to like sit down and read when literally it's like it's the easiest thing to do you just sit down and read so I'm I'm still battling with that myself so um but yeah I know that the Lord is going to work everything out In the way it needs to be. And here's another thing for you. I said that. But like you cannot just keep sitting down. And waiting for the Lord to work things out for you. Like you have got to take it upon yourself. Now you can hear the like. I don't want to say the voice of the Lord. Because for me I feel like it's the Holy Spirit. Because they really are different people. And you can tell like when which one's talking to you. right? So, Or at least like you know for me. um, I can tell. But um, when I feel like the Spirit telling me to do something and I don't do it. I feel like convicted of that and I feel bad and I always pray then like for forgiveness. Um, But yeah, it's just really a struggle guys. And that's why I wanted to preach that sermon because like, and I feel like, like Paul, Paul is so vulnerable in Romans, he was like, The things that I want to do that are good, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do that are bad, I do. And it's like, I feel that so much. And if Paul, and if the apostle Paul felt like that, imagine that you're going to feel like that. So it's like, you're always in a battle. But see, what Paul did was he did take his time to write these letters to the churches that were established in the different lands. So. What you do have to do is, I mean, you've got to try, and you're going to face those tribulations, but, um, you know, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, and that's so true, but, um, that's about it for tonight, guys, short little video, uh short little podcast type deal, preaching deal. Uh, I'm going to hop out of here, and I'll holler at you guys, listen, I want to tell you something one-on-one right now, just me and you. Um... If you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I would do that. So, because the time has come into an end to be um, redeemed. And because the tribulation could start at any time, honestly. Well, I feel like the tribulation is going to start, listen, and I'm not one to get into conspiracy theories. But listen, there was five red cows. I don't know if I've talked about this. This is honestly some, like, big biblical prophecy that's happened in the past, like, two or three weeks. So, I don't know if I've talked about this on, on, on Mike, but we're going to talk about it right now. A little bonus round, bonus clip. So, five pure red cows were sent to Israel from Texas in America. And so, here's the stipulations. One um, of the cows out of the five. Pretty good chances. It has to have no more than two different colored hairs on it other than red it can't be scarred it can't be have had a broken leg <laughs> now it's fixed no snipped ears perfect condition at two years old the cows were sent from the ages of five months old and eight months old so we've got a year and a half before one of those cows can get sacrificed before the building of the third temple. So the third temple is in the book of Revelations. The Antichrist is going to rule as, quote, God from the temple, proclaiming to be God on the earth. He's going to make fire come from heaven, or from the sky. He's going to make fire come from the sky, and he is... Um, the world is going to be under world war a one world government which we've already been hearing about the 2030 agenda um so you can and and the uh meteor that's supposed to hit earth or asteroid whatever is named after an egyptian god and it's also coming in the year 2029 and that 2029 marks the or the woodworm is the astro or it's called a star in the bible but that is called woodworm, and it is in the middle of the tribulation. So, middle of the tribulation would be three and a half years, because the tribulation is seven years. So, we do three and a half. And if the cows are one and a half years, that would put them out... Let's say 23, 24, 24, 25, 26, 27 is three years. So it's all lining up a little bit too perfectly for me to be like the time isn't short and we have as much time as we want to drink and party and, you know, do whatever we want. But realistically, it's just really not looking like we have that much time. So... um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of things are going to keep happening in the future. Uh, But, you know, nobody knows um, except for God. It's God's perfect will and timing. So we just leave it in his hands. But thank you guys for watching. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would highly suggest doing that. Um, You might ask, how do I do that? It's really easy. Um, Just start praying to him. And then, I'm not really big on the sinner's prayer, Um, as most radical Christians are not also, because the sinner's prayer is not a one-and-done deal to get you into heaven. The sinner's prayer is just a beginning, so I'll tell you what um, to do if you want to give your life to the Lord. Uh, you have to die to yourself, okay and pick up the cross. so um, die to whatever you want to do and live for what the Lord wants to do. give yourself to God as a just a human vessel to work through um, and you're still not going to be perfect, okay everybody has everybody fights the flesh, even Jesus fought the flesh. it says uh, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. that's what Jesus said so, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, so you just gotta keep crucifying the flesh. And yeah, anyway, that's how you do it. Uh, it's really easy, just talk to him in prayer, 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 prayer. Because what does, what does it say? It says, faith without works, and works without faith. Okay, so you have to have faith and works. So the works is you give your life to the Lord as a human sacrifice, okay? And the faith is you put your faith in that Jesus died on the cross for your sins because you are a sinner. And we're all sinners, and we all deserve to go to hell because no one deserves to be in heaven, okay, except for God. But with Jesus coming coming to save us and die for us, he has deemed us worthy because He loves us so much, right? Because we're His creation. He loves us so much to let us be with Him uh, for eternity. So, that if, if you get anything out of my message today, turn to the Lord. The time is run, coming to an end. And I love you all. Thanks for watching. Stay safe out there and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Even if it's just one little prayer a day. Me, personally, I try to pray... I pray a a lot, but it's not the longest of prayers. It's like maybe I wake up. Maybe it used to be a lot better than it is now because I used to have an hour long drive to work, so I would listen to my Bible and pray. Now, like literally, I would pull out of my driveway and drive for five minutes, and I'm at work. So it's like I don't really have time. Uh, to do all that, but I still do pray uh, in the mornings, and um, I will always say, usually a grace, you know, uh, at mealtime, and then I'll just talk to the Lord throughout the day, just, uh, you know, normal conversation, just asking Him things, and, you know, sometimes He'll talk back and give you a sign, and then uh, some days you just talk to Him, and He just listens, and then, but uh, that's throughout the day. And then I usually always try to pray at night, Um, just asking for forgiveness for all the sins that were committed that day Uh, because I don't think there's a day anybody can go without sinning. I mean, maybe, but I feel like even the littlest thing is a sin uh, because it's not holy. And God is holy. It says, be holy for I am holy. Okay, so we need to work on being holy. Are we ever going to get there? probably not the sanctification process uh is a long road that is developed by surrender and sacrifice so um yeah but i'm gonna hop out of here guys i hope you enjoyed it if you did uh give your life to christ i mean that's the best thing you could do for me and for yourself, honestly, but anyway, I'm gonna hop off of here, guys, we'll catch you in the next one, thanks for listening, peace.